This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? Welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host. And if this is your first Geekscape, well, Happy New Year. We usually like to talk about movies, video games, comic books, pop culture here on the show. And we are live uh, on Facebook, let's see, Twitch, YouTube, oh, and Periscope. If you enjoy Periscope, if you're not watching this live, maybe you're listening to it on our podcast stream. And I'm super proud of the fact that we've been podcasting this show for 15 years if you're new to the podcast, well, welcome. If uh, you're subscribing and uh, you've been subscribing for like 15 years, I would love it as my New Year's gift for all this free content we make for you to hit the share button and share Geekscape with like three of your friends. Write a review for us. Do something to be like, hey, Jonathan and company, because we're going to see the Geekscape team here in a bit. Thank you for making all of this content and investing in our entertainment as Big Yank said when he texted me, or also put up on Instagram the other day, he's like, these podcasts and experiences helped me make it through 2020. And we did make it through 2020. And he named Geekscape as one of the things that helped. He sent me a nice little text. I know Big Yanks comes off as like a tough guy from New York. And, uh, you know, he's Dominican and he's got like the accent. And he's a tough dude. Um, but really, he's got a soft spot there. I know you do, Big Yanks, and I really appreciate you saying that we helped you through 2020. And uh, if that's how you feel, then um, awesome. Super, super glad. All right. Um, I got to tell you all that I'm still investing in Geekscape, and I'm super excited about all of this. Um, this is a brand new microphone. It was a nice chunk of change, but I figure it was time to, after 15 years, get you all a legit microphone. Uh, if you're listening on the uh, if you're listening on the podcast, let me just, uh, I can't really change the settings, nor should I, but I wanted to go from this microphone to like the whack microphone that I used to use and back just so you can hear the amazing sound difference, but I'm not going to play that game here. Um, one thing that it does do is when Heidi comes in the room and, uh, and sometimes she like hears something in the other room and she comes and says, hi, maybe she brings me my coffee. 
Um, she's always in the background. Like a good little girlfriend. Well, did bringing you notice you your coffee. Heidi just now? She came in crystal clear. Um, <laughs> she's got a, a microphone on. I can actually add like five more, four more microphones to this through an XLR. I have a nice little mixer now. And so we can stream. We can add additional people. And one of the things is looking forward to 2021, which is what this episode is going to be all about. I'm going to bring in the Geekscape team. Katie, Derek, Matt, we're going to talk about what we're looking forward to in pop culture in 2021. But for Geekscape, looking forward to 2021, in addition to adding all these new podcasts that Matt will tell you about, is I want to go back to doing live shows when it's safe to do so. And so now we have a way to, to add as many as five guests on the show at once, all through microphones like the one Heidi is listening or uh, talking through. And uh, these could be live events. This could be Comic-Con we could do all these cool panel discussions and have the show that I want to have, which is a fun show with multiple voices and streaming live. That means that it includes your voice. So the uh, comments are open. Uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, hey, try it live sometime. And uh, also, I'm sitting next to Jonathan right now. If you're listening, if you're listening, <laughs> Heidi, Heidi could literally be on the other side of the room if the mic reaches, and uh, you wouldn't be able to tell on the audio <laughs> because the mic is that good. We got it all mixed in. Uh, Quentin Bailey, good friend of mine, known him for uh, over 15 years, says, "Good to see you, man. Happy New Year." Uh, hello, and Bolt T says. Hello, fine people. Bolty, you are one of our rocks here in the audience. Thank you so much for listening and watching every freaking episode. I loved it. Um, he was a big voice on our Mandalorian Season 2 episode that's in the feed, and as well as our Wonder Woman 84 episode that Ian and I did a couple days ago. That was a really active episode. A lot of people had opinions about Wonder Woman 84. Um, Heidi, I'm going to ask you to sit forward, please. This is a visual medium. I need you to sit forward. Is it, though? Yeah, yeah. Take take about as much space in the camera oh, as me. Well, Don't if, let me take over. If you put frame. your arm around me like that, there I'll sit forward. There we go. Nice. Heidi, how do you like we being can, like right next to me on Geekscape? We can cuddle while you podcast. Sounds fantastic. Um, are you okay with me spending the amount of money that I've spent in the last week on Geekscape? Well, that's not really my place. It's your money, my dear. I'm down. It's your decision. <laughs> and right. as Chris Robinson says, my permission. don't forget, Jean-Claude Van Damme is here too. Uh, Heidi, is that something that uh, you enjoy, is the Jean Van Damme poster in our shared office? It's fine. Since we came up with a compromise for the seamless, for those of you that are watching, you can see a little roll of, it's paper up there. It's a seamless for self-tape auditions. Um because that's why I always wanted that space to be a self-tape space. And then Jonathan was like, I've got this giant poster. I didn't realize how giant it was. But it's uh, funny. I like it. It's funny. Yeah. So Van Damme's here. And I remember Chris, when he was on Friends. Yeah. Chris Robinson, I think <laughs> you have a prize pack coming with you uh, to you. Uh, I think if Matt, if Matt, come on in here. Let's let's get this right. Yeah. Uh, yep. Chris, Chris is the one that won it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Chris, I don't what, think I was a I was a bad uh, follow up on that, but yeah, congratulations! Your name was the one that was drawn uh, at the end of our Christmas live stream. So uh, hit me up on Facebook, buddy. You got uh, some shirts and stuff coming soon. Yeah, Chris, I'm going to send you a shirt like this one. This is the Heroes Wear Mask shirt. I'll send you uh, a couple more Geekscape shirts, and let's have you on the the podcast. If not this podcast, if there's a podcast you like better than Geekscape on the podcast network, I know there's podcasts I like better on the Geekscape network than my own. Um, maybe you want to guess on one of those. Let's figure out how to make it happen. I can't speak for all the podcasts. You're always welcome on this one, but let's get you on the uh, podcast. And Chris won that 
uh, prize pack by donating to Big Brothers Big Sisters. Yeah, he did. Uh, um, during our 15-hour live stream, which is, was you, one of the highlights of this year. Can you throw up a comment real quick? It looks like StreamYard updated the way that the comments display, and it looks yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. well, I like I, it. I, Matt, I had choices here. Oh. StreamYard actually added uh, a Sorry. few different formats for their... Oh, Heidi, if you need to cough, like, oh, yeah, check, check this out. I can just... Me? Or yeah, both? your volume can just go away. Oh, I love it. Uh, so okay. let me know if you're going to cough. Like, grab my leg or something. or like this. Uh, grab whatever you want. All right. Okay. Uh, uh... <laughs> um, George Peppett says, you know what? She better be okay with Van Damme. Oh, stop it, okay. George. Um, nice. <laughs> Matt, that is uh, the format I like. There's, there's a couple other options. And, uh, yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about this uh, today about, like, what are the things in 2021 that we're looking forward to 2020 is behind us we survived maybe not on the inside but we survived what are the things in 2021 that we're looking forward to i've got derek and katie to add to the show here Yay. happy new year gotta get and, in frame guys gotta get in frame put your oh, uh, listen, katie <laughs> got really <laughs> offended that i asked okay. her to be in frame i no, did this to heidi i just couldn't put my arm around you katie. find your light find your light it's good <laughs> this is good okay great uh, yeah Matt, you, you got it awesome. Katie's yeah. showing that she doesn't care for our podcast. Hey, <laughs> Dick, not true. <laughs> that uh, that him, sound Katie. of Katie—that was a visual joke, podcast listeners. That Katie uh, compromised before. <laughs> she put her face right into the microphone. I, I was also doing a little ASMR here. I was just trying to get real close to the mic, like you know? NPR. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, sweaty balls. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm making a little banner here. Um, but honestly, like right off the bat, like what are the things that we're looking forward to in 2021 as a reward for having survived 2020? Man, uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing that Van Damme poster <laughs> behind you uh, each and every week. I love that everybody talks about I absolutely read John's text message wrong and instead spent the last two hours researching all of my favorite things of 2020. (laughs) Uh, Matt, Matt, your ability to live in the past for somebody that loves retro music, retro movies, and still lives at his parents' house, like you got to start forward thinking, baby. 2021 is your year of forward thinking. No more past. Like, like, I mean, what are, I can relate. What got in the I can relate, Matt. I enjoy reminiscing as well. In a way, like, it's no, just because we didn't do our like wrap our our end of the year wrap up articles this year. So clearly, we're doing it in a podcast format. Yeah, this is the podcast. Derek is in charge of the articles, and Derek has been a wall for all of 2020. 2020, I think, hit Derek the worst. Derek was like, I think, sometime around like Groundhog Day. Derek was like, Yeah, me too. And he just like burrowed in and disappeared. <laughs> Gamers, remember when we had video game shows on the network? Yeah, that guy right there in the corner is the I, person. I barely remember at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then let's start with you, Derek. Uh, my favorite things of 2020. What? No, no we're <laughs> not doing Perfect. that. I, I just noticed for the first time as well that Matt has so much of the past on the shelves behind him that each and every shelf is bowing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I to it at this point. Mm, it does a little. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I think the best place to start is uh, I, you know, Cobra Kai hit Netflix a few months ago, and you know, I was one of the uh, millions and millions of people that did not uh, subscribe to YouTube Red, so it was a new discovery for me <laughs> last year, mm-hmm. and uh, now I'm wearing it on a hoodie because I was so excited for Cobra Kai season three today, and I'm a few episodes in already. Oh wow. Uh, and it's been a great start. It's uh, didn't miss a beat. Uh, 
And uh, I don't know. It's like really Michaela's like, this is just showing you that you can't solve all your problems with fighting. And I'm like, this is showing you that you can solve all your problems with fighting. <laughs> and then just like every once in a while, someone break, someone, you know, someone breaks something. So yeah. Like a yeah. human's body. Uh, how's the acting in season three? Did it get any better? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that part of its charm though? Like I thought, that it, was supposed, I thought it was supposed to be bad. Can we, can we just talk about the fact that people are trashing Wonder Woman for the the acting in the camp and in the same sentence say Cobra Cry is great. I just want to say <laughs> Yeah, right? How it's because it's because a woman's the lead in Wonder Woman. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I like uh I'm looking forward to season three of Cobra Kai. And uh if y'all remember you Geekscape us with long memories remember that the the showrunners Hayden Slashberg and, and John Hurwitz were guests on Geekscape back in like 2009, 2010. Maybe it's time to bring them back on the show. Who knows? Uh, Derek, Derek, do you want to join us on that conversation? Love to. Yeah, then bring us back our video game shows. (laughs) Anyway. uh... I love, this is just the blackmail show. This is all this is. Uh, Derek, if if you'd like the guest on the Cobra Kai episode, Mm -hmm. go ahead and bring us back any video game content on the network. (laughs) Whatever you could do. Thank you. <laughs> I, have to, I have to bribe him. Like the Canadian is supposed to be like a socialist. I have to bribe this guy. Like he's nothing if not a capitalist. This kid right here in the corner. Are you like I a mean, super agent or something? Like because you're talking about how problems could be solved with fighting, but you don't really seem like the fighting type. He's the you're guy, a lever, he's the guy not who a made fighter. Juan Carlos violent at Comic Con. Like if anybody, <laughs> really, I fall into the Miyagi Do camp where you don't like show okay. it off unless you have to. You know. I get it. I get it. Okay. And then you just beat the shit. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I was like, I should Jerk see my roundhouse. Carlos almost did February, and then we're just giving Katie a video game show. <laughs> uh, we're giving him January, and then we're giving Katie a video game show. There, Katie might have a video game show on this network by herself by the end of this episode. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's head up all Twitch. Like, it's all on Twitch. Why don't we do know, it? <laughs> uh, George Pepe says he's looking forward to vaccines that will hopefully bring back live concerts. Marvel movies and conventions. He does not include DC movies in there, but okay, let's go with that. Uh, and Bolt T says he's looking forward to the Orville season three. Which, he's the one, uh, dude. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. I know, I'm totally the other one too. I love the Orville. Oh my gosh, that show is great. Let's okay. Are we going to talk about Cobra Kai being a great show and not the Orville? Come on, it's basically next gen but funny. It's great. All right, sorry. It's good. No, it's good. I haven't seen all of it though. A good friend of mine was a, I think, a recurring guest on it, so I really should get in there and watch it. But I'm excited about Picard. I think that's coming back, isn't it? That one. I I don't know if it's renewed for this year. You are the one on that one. Whatever. It's good. Is it? Patrick Stewart's amazing. Yes. Yes. Patrick Stewart's always amazing, but that show. (laughs) I liked it better than the the Star Trek. Is it yeah, the Star Trek Discovery? Discovery. I yeah. didn't really like that one as much, even though we love Doug. We love Doug. I didn't love that, but I, I'm I'm still willing to give it a chance. I am. So Heidi, what are you looking forward to in twenty twenty one? You had all morning to uh research <laughs> what's coming out and uh the pop culture stuff in twenty twenty one. I gave you your own microphone. This relationship's getting way better. Now that we've found some semblance of equality, what are you looking oh my God, forward please to? Please don't break up on the podcast. <laughs> Get out. Uh, 2021, what do you think? I mean, I'm just excited for the possibility of maybe movie theaters eventually being open before the end of the year. 
That's, I miss that so much. And that's like, we always like to go on little dates to see movies. <laughs> and we, we even kind of dream a little bit. We'll pass by movie theaters or sometimes at <laughs> night we don't have anything to do. We'll be like, let's go to let's a go movie. Let's go sit in the parking lot. Yeah, he plays. He plays. I sit in the parking he lot does sometimes. the yes and with me, though. He goes, "Okay, let's go," and we pretend like we're gonna go to a movie. Every now and then, I'll break into a movie theater and just sleep there overnight. <laughs> uh, uh, like, that's just what I do. <laughs> I'm excited for the return of last week tonight. They always take the longest hiatus ever, um, but it should they should return after the inauguration, which mm-hmm. I'm also excited about. The inauguration of our new administration that should be exciting right and yeah. then hopefully better distribution of the vaccine as well well so far so bad not to get political uh, <laughs> we, we can talk about more fun things 20 million and we've gotten 2 million distributed and uh did you hear about this dude in wisconsin who sabotaged 500 he got arrested oh he got arrested i didn't know he sabotaged i thought he, he just a pharmacist who intentionally took 500 of the vaccines out and just left them to spoil well, why? well it was 50 of the vaccine vials 50. it would mm-hmm. it would inoculate 507 people but he took them out of why why would he do that he's going through a divorce and he's crazy uh, <laughs> is he really, really going through a divorce that's, uh, I, I read an article today because somebody on TikTok did the detective work and said, okay, who has a pharmacy, like a pharmacist license registered in Wisconsin, who's also appeared on the police, you know, arrest records recently, you know, for the date and like, tr- like took like three sources where this, where this person would be public and just compared three registers where this person would have uh, popped up and she found the name of the person and, uh, Jeez. They added them, and it's pretty hilarious. Uh, except for the fact that the guy, uh, they did administer those vials, but they were not. They, I mean, it's like it was like a placebo. Yeah. So those people, those five hundred and seven doses, that's they, so they, sad. They've not really gotten the first round of yeah. vaccines. I so. don't understand why someone would do that. I don't because Wisconsin is full of crazy people. Okay, I don't know anything swing state about for a reason. They think they're being martyrs. They think they're being martyrs for a cause and, a, and that they're just hurting people, which sucks. Yeah. yeah. It is sad the amount of, I guess, disinformation that's out there. I get a little freaked out by it. But. Uh, on the uh, Star Trek talk, George Peppa says, Discovery is getting better. I keep hearing that. I and Bolte says, I'm waiting for Picard. You can meet, mute her mic now. Who's Bolte, Mike? how dare you? Who's Mike? <laughs> 80s or Mike? <laughs> Your mic. I'm Why? in control. Look, I have the mixer. Why I'm would you control. want to mute my mic if I'm in if Bolte I'm excited for like Picard though? I think he's talking about me. <laughs> Bolty is playing the part Bolte. of the incel bot on today's episode. Oh. No. <laughs> Bolte also agreed with me that uh Orville is like the next generation. But... Orville's funny. Yeah. Orville's That's the comparison funny. I always hear is that yeah. it's like next generation. But um, I would I would say that movies are definitely like the thing that I'm looking forward to the most is having theaters and sitting in theaters and eating a uh, inhuman amount of popcorn, as you've seen me do. Um, uh, our international prepare, uh, premiere of our short film in India. Yeah, we in are May. going to play right. in India in May. Don't think <laughs> I'm going to make that one. No offense, guys. I wish we could. Uh, and then um, I want to see live concerts. I think I'm with George Pepe. I want to see bands that, uh, yeah. like oh, yeah. a year ago, I was like, I'll catch them next time. Is there even going to be a next time? Every single band that I love when they come back through LA, I'm definitely going to go. I was so excited we were going to go at uh, Comic Con this year. We were going to go see that. Like it was who was it? Green Day and we like Weezer oh, and yeah. somebody else. Oh, I was so excited like, to see that with you guys. Would have just been phenomenal. Um, it would have been yeah. so fun. Yeah. I had a uh, Matt and I the other night were talking about 
you know, the new equipment we bought for Geekscape and uh, the network, we were talking about kind of like a Geekscape powwow. And we were talking about whether or not Comic-Con was going to happen because even with the administration of vaccines, it's a tall order to get that many people vaccinated by July and have all that work. Uh, at the rate they're going now, it'll take 10 years for everybody to be vaccinated. <laughs> but we are getting a new administration. That being said, um, I had this, pan- you know, that, that night I had this this stress dream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that I was at Comic-Con. But with some good ideas in it. Yeah, there's some good ideas. And I actually discussed them with George yesterday. And I'll run them past you now. <laughs> uh, we were... We had a bigger booth. It wasn't a 10 by 10. It was like a 10 by 30. It was huge. <laughs> and other people like Matt's horror crowd were like starting to build things into our booth. And I had to like negotiate with them to move or put things on the other side of the booth. And friends were showing up to do signings at the booth, like guests and stuff like that. And they, nobody was wearing masks. And like nobody in Comic-Con was wearing masks. And in my head, I'm just like freaking out and stressing out. And then as I'm trying to negotiate the politics of the booth and moving things within the booth and moving guests and finding guests, people are just starting to disappear. But where we were doing the interviews was a raised platform in the back of the booth where it was only about two, three feet above everything else. Right. But we had chairs up there and we could have a panel back there and conduct the interviews in a row, like back there. And when I woke up, I was like, well, that's part of the dream that, Maybe if we could do, uh, we have a 10 by 10. I, was our, saying, I think we need two spaces to be able to really make that dream a reality. Matt, Maddox yeah. never shows up anyway, so at least to, until Sunday we can. Yeah, our uh, neighbor Maddox doesn't there. show up. We, can do, we could have a That's 10 by true. 20 for at least three days. Uh, <laughs> you could you could also try to negotiate the corner because you're almost on the corner there. Mm-hmm. Almost. Corners are a little more expensive. <laughs> oh, but, okay. But we'll see. I, I don't know. That's sure. just a different price in the Comic-Con. And we could thing. talk to Fawn about maybe putting building something. Yeah, I think that it's if really we had. Um, play baseball, guys. Yeah. I, I think I, I want to come back to Comic-Con hopefully this year with a little bit of a different thing. But if we can add like, if we can, if we can take like three feet out and have a raised platform where Matt can put storage underneath, mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe yeah. we can have a little platform where people walking past can be like, hey, what's going on over at the Geekscape booth? People are getting mm-hmm. interviewed. I thought, at least I thought we figured out, we figured out storage finally after like <laughs> 10 years. Like, yeah. Called don't let people store their shit in our yeah. That's what I, was well, say. I mean, even like the shirts, because like coming up with the idea of like, hey, you know, if we just had different shelves that had specific shirts on, it's a hell of a lot easier than digging through four different tubs <laughs> that are underneath the table to find one shirt for somebody. That's looking for shirts at Comic Con was like Derek deciding in February to dig into the ground for the next like 10 months and not come out. <laughs> Like there was he's dirt not, he's not even smiling anymore. You have no. Derek. At this point, Derek was like, "I'll come back when there's new Cobra Kai," and then he just <laughs> burrowed deep and he just made a home there. He somehow managed to get a PS5 and an Xbox One. That's real. Right. But, but y'all also have to learn how to say no to people when they want to store the stuff. You're always offering to let people store their stuff. Yeah, we're, there. We're, we're you friends. have to. You have to be set boundaries we start selling it off after a while if you don't come yeah. back and uh, at the end of the day we sell it into the giveaway box we did a good job last year until somebody's posse just dropped off seven bags of <laughs> <laughs> that? oh i know who that was i know exactly Listen, who that was we love full of macho mans and i didn't get any of them <laughs> we love we love dmc but 
DMC's folks would go out on shopping binges during the day <laughs> and come back with exclusives that they'd like talk themselves to the front of the line to get. So Derek would come to the, it was probably pretty much the only way to get Derek on the this floor. This is when I was in Paris. Derek right? would show up early to try and get some exclusive, like a Macho Man wrestling figure or some Transformers thing. And Derek would show up right as they opened the floor. He would rush over to Mattel or whatever the vendor is, and he would try and get these exclusive toys. And he would always strike out. About an hour later, <laughs> we, would, we would have DMC's crew, who we were sharing their booth, and we'd get, we were hosting them at the booth. Mm-hmm. They would show up with like seven of the things. <laughs> And be like, yeah, we dropped DMC's name, and they get, they let us buy these in front of the line, and they would just be like, hey, we're at DMC, and they would talk themselves to the front of the line, buy these things that Derek couldn't give a limb to buy. Like Derek was ready to cut off his well, hand for one of these macho man. Well, the things. other like, the other big like, thing the other big thing that you have to remember is that they would be like, oh yeah, we brought DMC over there, and we got all these metal things, and then you would look and like on DMC's like Instagram page would be him looking completely bored to tears, standing in front of the Mattel booth with them tagged. And it was like, hanging out at Mattel. <laughs> they would parade him around. That's why they let him get him, though. So that he'd take a photo. Derek, yeah. you, you got you to join the crew is really what you got to do. You need to become famous, Derek. Derek. You got to be Just like That's that. That's my goal for 2021 is to be You know, what a, wait, 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 you know who great. becomes famous? People who do podcasts. Uh, people do you, who don't do podcasts. Do I podcast. know any famous people that do podcasts? No, yeah. not really. Derek, Katie, there's, a great, there's a great way to get famous. Do a video game podcast. But Katie and I, like, Katie, you can probably relate because you're an actor too. Do you have people in your family that are like, you know what you should do? You should be on a soap opera. Or you need to be in that show Vikings. It's like, oh yeah, let me give them a call. My, my favorite thing is when my grandmother used to be like, you know, there's so many commercials <laughs> and like <laughs> like there's just so many com- i'm like i i realize how can you that. not book one Why uh, i, I the equivalent of we just watched this movie it was terrible i gotta draw attention to someone who just commented on twitch because big yank says i've seen the bmc entourage in action at new york comic-con <laughs> It ain't pretty. Bring that. Bring up that old school comment that just came in through Twitch. This is someone I haven't heard in a long ass time. Yep, straight pure out of Matt. Canada. Your fellow Canadian, Derek, is pure evil. Matt saying Happy New Year, fellow geeks. That goes out to all of you listening as well. Matt, Happy I hope you're well, dude. Happy New Year. Uh, so I've got a question. While we were talking about going to the movies, um, let's say hypothetically we do actually get to go to the movies and some of the films that were supposed to come out in 2020 that didn't come out get released in 2021. What are like maybe the top three that you are just super excited to get to see in a theater, like have that theater experience. This is going to be a pretty insane Marvel year just because they had two, three movies they were supposed to release last year. Like Mm -hmm. we were already supposed to have seen Eternals in May. We were supposed to get black widow. Both those movies are going to be here. Uh, There was a, I think I think uh, Shang-Chi was supposed to be a February release. That's been pushed. So already we have three bridging 2020 movies that we're going to get in addition to maybe the, the, you know, there's, there's films that are, there's a lot of stuff that's filming already. Like we got the third Spider-Man film. We've got Dr. Strange filming. We've got a lot of stuff that, that on the Marvel cinematic side that is filming that we could all get by this time next year, which is psychotic because we will also be getting three Marvel shows by this time next year. When you talk about Loki going backwards, Winter Soldier Falcon, 
maybe we even get the Hawkeye series, but in about a, a week or uh, two or three weeks, we're going to end up getting WandaVision. So mm. it's going to be a lot of Marvel this year. Yeah, I'm excited for WandaVision. Every time I see a trailer for it, I get more excited for it. It's, it looks like it's going to be trippy as all hell. It's going to be trippy <laughs> as all hell, and I feel like it's just going to crack the universe open uh, completely. <laughs> it's like it's leading to so many different things. Yeah. Let me just dip my toe into a different genre of geekdom and say that I'm very excited to finally see In the Heights. In the that was. Yeah. I have yes. four things Thank written you. down, and In the Heights is my number one. I've been just, waiting for that for been, so long. Dying for that movie to come out. Like, I was especially glad that we got Hamilton this year through right. Disney Plus, but I really want like Hamilton was very cool. It's easily the coolest way that anyone has ever done a live Broadway recording. Mm-hmm. But I want it like that. Sit down and just enjoy like a cinematic musical that's right. just shot crazy with like cameras and, panning around. Like yeah. there's an actual set. Yeah. Was Into uh, the Woods not shot that way? Because if you, I'm not talking about the movie. I'm talking about the like original Broadway cast. Like I watched that, uh, and it was, it was good. Like it had like yeah. three. It was like a three camera type of setup. Yeah. Yeah. It was like yeah. there's like push-ins and that. Like it wasn't yeah. like a while. Hamilton, Hamilton was like, I loved it. Yeah, but has anybody watched? Those okay. Shin Lu previews that you see on the billboards. Has anybody watched those? You the guys what? know what I'm talking about. Like, in every city, there is a preview for this like Asian ballet called Shin Lu or something. Ballet. <laughs> has, has anybody seen one of those? Because we, we're counting them out, and they might be in the running. We just don't know because I don't know a single person who goes to the theater to watch those ballets and I stuff. Gets I do. Those Fathom events. I love that. I used that. to go to the Fathom oh, events. Have... For a brief <laughs> time, for a brief time, you could go to Fathom events on your movie pass, and then they realized that it was way more expensive than a normal ticket, and they stopped it. But for like a month, I was like, all right, I'll go see the opera. I'll go see That's the ballet. Awesome. Like, cultured. It's tight. The last movie we saw on Movie Pass was. If you look at my search, my search function under um, my Instagram, it's like all ballet, all yeah. ballerinas, because I'm still, I'm Mine a geek too. for ballet. So, so, kind of in the same vein as like not a normal film, like we're talking about ballet and stuff. Um, Christmas morning, they dropped that sneak peek of what's going to be the Beatles documentary that yeah, Peter Jackson was watching. And I was like, I am ready to just sit in a theater for two hours and watch vintage Beatles footage. <laughs> I was absolutely going to bring that up and you beat me to it. But yes, high five for that. I'm is that so a, excited about is Get that, Back. Now, the preview came up on Disney+. Plus. Is that a Disney Plus release that's also yeah, part of the theater? Can I sit on my butt at home and watch that? No, I think his plan is that he's like, yo, I want this to be a theatric thing. Mm. So I think he's sitting on it. It yeah. has to be. Uh, so Big Yanks is back, and he says, you know what? I'm from the Heights, and I've never seen a bodega <laughs> poppy break out of the uh, You haven't about seen time. someone just, like, bust out the egg and cheese sandwich and just go, lights up in Washington Heights up at the break of day. Oh, come on. I'm so excited for that movie. <laughs> uh, the only other two, there's a, so originally Soul was definitely going to be on this list, and then at the zero hour, Disney came through. But what's crazy to think about, because 2020 was obviously like a decade long year, is that Soul isn't even my favorite Pixar release of this year because Onward came out in like <laughs> the beginning of this great. year. And Onward is like arguably mm-hmm. one of the best Pixar things that's ever come out. But there's also Raya the Last Dragon uh, that Disney's been working on that I'm very excited for. And the other one is um, Edgar Wright's newest movie last night at Shoho. I know nothing about it, but if it's Edgar Wright, I'm going to check it out because that dude is just 
everything he touches is amazing. Yeah, Baby Driver, I thought was his best movie. It was fantastic. Like, and I love his movies. And yeah. to say that, you know, one that it's just Baby Driver. I was thinking about it yesterday, and just how good the rhythm in that movie is, yeah, and how absolutely. precise his directing was uh, across just, the board. I feel like that would be one that wouldn't feel right watching just on my couch from home. Like Edgar Wright's movies are such, yeah, they're just such cinematic films. Um, what? Let's talk about Soul for a bit because we didn't review it in any other part of the podcast. But uh, I thought Soul was great. I knew almost nothing going into it okay. other than a little bit of the cast and some of the art. But the plot, like, totally took me by surprise. Pixar. I, I said this to someone else, but Pixar are the kings of not showing you what the movie's about in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Like, we were talking about that. Yeah. yeah like they'll, I feel like they actively animate and record dialogue that isn't in the movie just <laughs> to throw you off because they're just like, it's Pixar. You're going to go see it. So, cause the only thing I could compare it to for something that took me that by surprise was like brave, like brave was not advertised as what the movie brave actually is at all. How but, was like, it advertised? It was literally just the way that Soul was advertised made it feel like the whole movie was just going to be them as those blue blobs. And that's all they ever showed you was like them. And that's like maybe 15 minutes of the movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And it kept having new transformations and and leaps. And I don't want to spoil it here, but I thought it was awesome. Uh, But I do agree with you, Matt. I thought Onward was an overlooked movie that I loved so much. And I also went into the theater not knowing that it was going to be what it was about. Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to have some fantasy element, but the fact that it was about brothers, you automatically oh. got me on that. Yeah, you and I, I think, probably had... The the funniest thing about that was when I saw Onward, uh, you know, I was crying like crazy because I'm a crier, and I was like, oh my God, I feel like this is about my brother, like my brother and I, but I didn't want to say anything about it. Like, I was like, I don't want to tell him, I don't want to, like, give him that vibe when he goes and watches it. And then he texted me, like, a month later because it dropped on Disney+. Plus. And he's like, so I put on Onward and he's like, we're about 50 minutes in the movie. And my fiance looks at me and goes, you realize this movie's about you and your brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, and it's so funny, too, because like it, it's also the like dead parent thing that really hits home. Um, yeah. Spoilers, I guess, but not really at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I was like, I was like, oh, my God, this movie's about me and my sister. And like mm-hmm. in some of the sacrifices, they, I was just like, I was weeping the whole time. I was yeah. like, this yeah. is such an incredible movie. I watched it at home. Um, and I text my sister. I was like, "You gotta watch this movie." And she's like, "Yeah, it was nice." And I was like, yeah. no, "How dare you?" Yeah, <laughs> this is like the watch Soul, and Soul is a movie that is also about mortality and yeah. whether or not you've used or appreciated every day, or your gift, or what your gift is to the world, or mm-hmm. your inspirational spark is to the world. Or and I thought. That, that took me by surprise, and I was like, "This movie's about mortality." Oh boy, here we go, yeah. Pixar. It's, it's the best and, like, Pixar's passion. crushing it. They're crushing they, it. They really are, and it's it's something I tweeted out. And like, what are they not though? But like, but, that's what I mean. Is like, that, this is like the run of like Coco onward, and yeah. then Soul is like the anything best after Coco three in a row. is like. It's like, all mind blowingly good. And then, like that's yeah, the thing about yeah. Pixar is that like if, when you sit down to watch a Pixar movie, you will likely be changed just by like <laughs> the theory, like it, like it's just it's so well done. And I think the thing that was wonderful about Soul is that it's not like about like wasting your time in life or anything like that. It's kind of more about your passion doesn't define your life, mm-hmm. and like your passion is a part of your life and should like you know be a part of your life and be throughout your life but it's not the thing that defines your life um 
and that's the thing that was just it was so beautifully done and it like it also every like person that i know that is in the arts that also teaches i reached out to them was like, you have to watch this movie you have to go watch yeah. this movie anybody who feels like they're stuck just like teaching the next generation to be a better generation of whatever art it is i'm like you gotta watch this movie and you gotta like really watch this movie <laughs> eric did you watch it because i think it, it might yeah, it oh, probably sparked you to do the podcast. No, it's again. fine. Like, I'm I'm super stoked for it. I uh, it, it's it's one of those it. things. I'm uh, I've been waiting to watch with Michaela, and we haven't had a lot of time off together, so uh, I'm very excited for it. I I just like just on the topic of how Pixar keeps just like nailing it out of the park. I as much as their non Cars sequels have been just excellent as well. Like the their ability to just create like every one of their worlds feels so vastly different, and and the the worlds that they build are just, just breathtaking. And, and like just for just the nuance that exists in inside of everything that they do is just like, regardless of, of how amazing the movie is, it's like, there's so much, there's just so much in it aside from that as well. And I, I just like everything that they do. I I just can't wait to see. And uh, today could be, could be the day for soul. Otherwise in the next few days, I'll I'll, grab the tissues. It's also one of those things where, like, you have to appreciate Pixar because you did make a, like, you mentioned the Cars films, which are definitely, I think, the lowest tier. But, like, there's something that's cool about the way Pixar's run, where it's almost like they know that, like, Cars and Toy Story are these two franchises that will finance them to do all of <laughs> the weird cars alone shit and, that they yeah, want to. Yeah. Like, it's really cool. Uh-huh. Um, one thing that I w- wanted to add was when Katie said that everything's in Skoko, let's keep in mind that Toy Story 4 is in that stretch, mm. a movie that I really liked, but is a controversial movie again, uh, amongst Pixar fans or fans in general, because not everybody loved Toy Story 4, but I really did. I thought Toy Story mm-hmm. 4 had the same kind of melancholy that talking about Edgar Wright again, yeah. um, that, you know, when you think about a movie like, uh, what was the last one that Edgar Wright did in the in that trilogy world's end world's World end which is very controversial between who, people who love it or hate it yeah but it also had that sort of like like melancholy to it about mm-hmm. aging and getting too old and what like are these your friends like how do you move on in a sense and i that's what i loved about toy story 4 was uh, the maturation of it, you know yeah, but yeah. the series two being streak. You know, the series two being like me being 30 now, like each one of those movies came out and, you know, it, it, it's very much I feel like at the age where I was right around the age of Andy, for instance, at each one coming out. And so the the, the lessons learned and, and the similarities of the things you're going to at each of those steps along the way, including Toy Story 4 and and, and the, you know, idea of, of letting go of, of people and, and everything like that, like <laughs> I'm like I feel like I'm getting goosebumps just talking about like these movies. They're so effective. You're ready for then. Put down the Cobra Kai for two hours. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could deal it. with some good content. Yeah. Uh, Dougie Grigg from Facebook, who I think I butchered his last name. If not, I can butcher it again. Uh, there's a book <laughs> called Creativity Inc. that is written by one of the founders of Pixar that goes into detail about why they make movies the way they do. It's an incredible read. I imagine he it actually, is. Uh, Mark has the um, the Pixar rules. We have them mounted on our wall. <laughs> yeah, he does those Pixar rules that is every now and then published on Twitter or shared so. online. Those Twitter th- those Pixar rules are law. They should be storytelling law. They should. Um, especially if we're going to make another Wonder Woman film. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, Unfortunately, I mean, it, just, I, I, it was but we were going to watch Soul or Wonder Woman, and we watched uh, we watched Wonder Woman first. And again, I like Wonder go Woman. back in the feed; you can hear us talk about Wonder Woman. I'm looking forward to it now. I, yeah, the movie I enjoyed watching, yeah. liked enjoyed watching it, 
but there's some head scratching story stuff in there yeah. where adhering to the Pixar rules would have really helped <laughs> a lot. I think every movie animated and especially live action should adhere to those rules. Uh, Pierreville Matt's back and he says, on the topic of film musicals, anyone see the 2020 remake of Valley Girl? Yes, we have. Yeah. <laughs> we, we went to our first drive-in movie, didn't we? It, yeah. We saw uh, something. What was we name? saw the movie that Horror Movie Night recommended. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Night, which is one movie. of the most yeah. underrated films of 2020 by, by a heard. mile. Fantastic really movie. Vast yeah. Night is really cool. Minimalist. It's a Twilight Zone story. It's it's fantastic. You, yeah. When you go to a drive-in theater, most of them do double features. So the second one was <laughs> the Valley Girl, Girl twenty twenty one. So we we were in a car next to our friends and kind of texting and calling back and forth to each other. Kind of just hate something. Kind of kind of making fun of it a little. I don't even know. Well, I'm I'm not familiar with this musical. That's okay. Anyway, next. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Is this like the room level, or is this? No, but but here's what you need to know. (laughs) It has one of those Jake Paul brothers as one of the leads. Oh, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, and the movie was delayed like two years because of his whole fiasco with the suit with the the suicide force in Japan and him being a kind of trash person. Yeah, so it's the brother that I did not lock in a cage in that YouTube Red show. Heidi was in a YouTube Red show and like (laughs) how many brothers does he have? There's, there's still like two. It was the other one. I think it was like two. Too many. It was like Jake. Or, I can't remember if it was Jake or Chris, but so I, Aaron, was, Aaron's I was not like, in the mix of this. <laughs> I don't even know that guy's name. I just oh yeah, know that Aaron. Maybe it was Aaron. They're not too popular in LA because they have their their, their maskless COVID parties like <laughs> yep. everywhere. They got kicked out of like West Hollywood. Hated them, and they moved to Calabasas. They hate them. Like it's just pretty easy to hurt. And, and I mean, you like that they have a that they're trying their boxing career because you just want to see them get their shit beat out. <laughs> I <laughs> oh what? <laughs> but yeah, that uh, we did see the 2020 remake of Valley Girl. It was uh, out in like April, I think. Zach Haddad says no one's excited for Space Jam two. No, wait, no, have you watched excited. Space Jam one lately? It's not right. that good. <laughs> it, of course, it's not good. It was made in the nineties. It's no, it's but terrible. it's terrible. As a kids' movies in the nineties, you know it can't be as hell. Listen. As someone who's done a couple nostalgic episodes of Horror Movie Night, <laughs> like Space Jam is an almost unwatchable movie. Incredible soundtrack. Like arguably one of the best soundtracks <laughs> of the 90s. Uh, got one of the greatest posse hip hop tracks of all time with Hit em High where you've got LL Cool J, Method Man, Coolio, <laughs> Busta Rhymes, and Be Real from Cypress Hill all dropping verses. Fantastic. However, that movie is garbage. How dare you, sir? Literally next week, our movie night's dropping an episode on Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, which is older than Space Jam, so don't give me 90 special effects because <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie. is great. I love like, that And movie. Matt's a giant Wayne Knight fan, so for him to I say do. that, I in his soul. Wayne Knight and Bill Murray are the two saving graces in that movie. You know what that movie is? It's certainly not an actor's choice film because, listen, Michael Jordan did a lot of great things. He gave me a great documentary to watch this year. But, yes, but and I was I was waiting the whole time. Not. I was waiting the whole time to find out like what happened on the Space Jam set. Yeah, and like it was like a couple episodes in, and they covered it for like five minutes, and that was it. Yeah, because so, there's nothing yes, good to be Zach, said about it, am, and he knows it, and he produced that documentary. So whatever. it's like let's not ruin. Even back then, I was like, one nah. thing. I, 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 
I'll say one thing positive is uh, my friend Eric Bowser is one of the voice actors on the Looney Tunes characters now. And I would like to maybe have him on the show when that movie comes out. But my memory of Space Jam 2. My my memory of Space Jam 2 has nothing to do with Space Jam 2. It has to do with the meeting I had with uh, a former basketball NBA player. And he pitched me his, uh, in the midst of talking about a completely unrelated topic, he just brought up Space Jam and said, here's my pitch for Space Jam 2. And at the <laughs> end of the pitch, I wanted to bring up that clip from Billy Madison that is like what everybody's stupor. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the most, it was, I mean, I like the dude. He's a good dude. And, uh, but uh, I, I, sat through, <laughs> I, I, sat, I sat through his take on Space Jam 2. And, um, Speaking I mean, of my, takes. I blood coming out of my nose at the end of that. No one took my take for Sister Act 3, but a Sister Act 3 is coming soon. Did you hear yeah. about this? Sister Act really 3. Yeah. I'm so pumped for that. What is your take on Sister Act 3? <laughs> okay. Sister Act 3. Okay. In the first one, they basically saved the Catholic Church, right? So in the second one, they saved the youth and the Catholic Church. In the <laughs> they, third they, you one, cannot do the same thing. <laughs> the third one, you save the LGBTQ community and the Catholic Church. All right? <laughs> so we get the Queer Eye cast come in. They're set in San Francisco, so we're already in the heart of it. And, uh... <laughs> uh um, okay. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember what it was. I had an article on S9 Wisdom uh, about it. But, Can you yeah. save the Catholic Church and the youth at the same time? I don't think that's possible. Well, they did in Sister Act 2. <laughs> that was Come a very on. dark joke, John. <laughs> Went over like a lead balloon. In this, but, they already uh, did it. So so Derek also raised the really... So Derek I know what earlier, you're going for, but I just annoyed, I avoided it. I avoided uh, your... <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say, so like Derek's wearing his Cobra Kai shirt. Obviously, Cobra Kai is back. Um, I don't know any new shows that are coming except for things that people might be shooting a pilot for. But uh, wait, is there any shows that you discovered during the pandemic that like now you're really excited for a new season to be dropped? Oh, yeah. Heidi's watched about 18,000 shows during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm sorry. I, I avoid, want to hear answer. Yeah, I just avoid the living room like a Ted plate. fucking Lasso. Ted Lasso. Oh, Yay! Ted Lasso. Is so I love Ted Lasso. Yeah. Ted Lasso. It's so good. It's so good. We're rewatching it. It made me miss England, Way too. Uh, probably. But they're very different. It's not as fun as Lasso Cobra Kai. You liked Ted Lasso. I did like like I'm a it. sucker for merchandise. If they had Ted Ted Lasso merchandise, I would probably buy some. Um, they should at least have merchandise of the, I think, of the I feel like they football do. team. Mark, like Mark's uh, nah, Mark's brother actually though. made him. Mark's brother actually made him um, a sweater. That's a Ted Lasso. It's the the team, Aww. the club team sweater. Uh, it's really dope. <laughs> yeah, they should have like a kit you can buy. You know, like the the football <laughs> kit. Like that, you know, I want the Mexican one. character's jersey. That's what I want. Coach, football is life. I want football, football is life. life. Yes. I want football is life. life. Yes. It just makes me miss England. So it was like my way of visiting again, too. And, and, and no one says fuck quite like Roy. It's true. It's, it's the true. best fuck I've ever heard. Fuck. <laughs> he's the best. He's, apparently, friend. he's a writer. He's a writer for the show. Is he really? Yeah, the guy who plays Roy. That makes, that makes sense, actually. Um. Day, uh, Big Yank says he's already binged Transformers War for Cybertron. Probably the second season is what you're saying there on that one, Big Yanks, because this is the second season that just dropped. Our good friend and former Geekscape guests, FJ DeSanto, Brian Anistad, 
Gavin Hignite, they are all writers and producers on that show. So uh, I watched the first season of Transformers War for Cybertron. I thought it, I wanted it, it looks beautiful. I wanted it to move a little bit faster, but now if if you've seen that season, you know that the second season, they're coming to Earth. They're off of Cybertron and they're like escaping to Earth. And and like, that's where I think the things are going to kick in for at least somebody as ADD riddled as myself. (laughs) Um, You know, that's, that's how I feel. Um, what about video games, everybody? We had a comment uh, well, earlier. I'll see you guys later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm right there. <laughs> Dougie says, the other thing that 2021 should hopefully give us is Mass Effect being back on top of the RPG pile. Derek, do you have an opinion? I'm just trying. Maybe I can cut I mean, this off. The, the, the first thing too. I would say there, do, does re-releasing the first three of your games put you back on top of the pile like i don't think we're getting a <laughs> no. new new mass effect this year unless um, they change the endings but no. that's it that said i i have never played mu- like mass effect so i am really looking forward to the trilogy re-release i i tried to play the first one and this was like a year or so ago and the combat and and the way that it played was just so clunky at that point that I fell out of it very quickly and then I didn't want to move on to the second one because uh, you know the story it's a very very narrative driven game and I didn't want to like spoil things or or miss any of that. So I I hope that they kind of rework some of that for the trilogy because I'm really looking forward to hopefully starting that first game again and then playing through the series. Uh Dougie re, he cleans it up and says the first two but the third is a dumpster fire <laughs> on the Mass Effect series that's what he one said. One of the reasons and- why I've never played the third one. I love the second one. The second one is probably my favorite, but yeah. I, and I I even played I I thought I I jumped into about 10 hours of Andromeda thinking it, it was disconnected or a prequel or or whatever the story was in that one. Um and I actually liked what I played. I know everyone shat on it be- because it was very very buggy at launch. Um not I cyberpunk mean, bucky but i do want to hear yeah. about the cyberpunk uh it, i mean i just like i got it for christmas and i'm very excited cyberpunk uh oh yeah like bugs. but uh george peppa says overwatch 2 and Baldur's gate 3 or two that he's that's looking right. forward to yeah that's right those are uh, t- go ahead katie I was just saying those uh, those are really exciting. I- I'm excited to see what new things they're going to do with Overwatch because I felt like I played that into a wall and I was kind of bored by it by the end of it. Um, but I'm very excited for Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West. I've been saying it for ages. And, I- and Senua's Sacrifice Hellblade 2. Super yeah, cool. yeah. I think it's going to be it's going to be a good PlayStation year, I think, too. God of War should come out this year. Is it going to, though? Is God of War going to come out? I mean, well, I feel it's, like I mean, it's, it was, it's supposed to, I think. But I, I think that, is, I mean, it's been such a weird year and it's going to continue being weird for a while. I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of these big tentpole, tentpole titles not make their original release dates. Um, Much like a, a certain Zelda game I've been waiting for for ages. <laughs> they never announced it. They never announced a, it, but never they... announced the release. <laughs> and you could have very well have just tied yourself over as I did by playing Age of Calamity, <laughs> which is a prequel. And Katie, you're never going to play Age of Calamity, are you? It's I mean, probably it's okay not. I mean, I might. I, I I ended up getting Animal Crossing because I was like, I don't know what other games I want. Like, I definitely you stopped I... playing that in August, Katie. I know, but I'm like <laughs> super into it now. Like, I'm starting Pandemic over again. <laughs> <laughs> she's like okay. tiger T- king season two bring it blind season two let's go <laughs> i uh i was excited you got that that genesis 
thing there so I could play Tetris. I got a retro Genesis. I got a little <laughs> so, retro. I just used the pandemic to be like, I'm going to collect all these retro consoles. Um, I, I uh, So I played through Age of Calamity and uh, for all the Zelda fans, no spoiler, but I think we have another timeline split because Age of Calamity takes place 100 years before mm-hmm. uh, Breath of the Wild. And the whole time I'm playing Age of Calamity, I'm like, okay, this is 100, per- 100 years before Breath of the Wild. There's there's a character that's not in Breath of the Wild that's introduced from Zelda's childhood that goes back in time 100 years to kind of start all the events of Age of Calamity. Start. I'm just going to spoil Age of Calamity because Katie's never going to play it in Geek's Probably. Davis. It's fun to play, but this is the story. Uh, they start pulling the champions from the future back. About halfway through the game, they start pulling the champions from the future that we know from Breath of the Wild back. And I'm like, okay, now things are looking better. But I always expected the game to end with Link being frozen and sent to the resurrection chamber so that 100 years later, he can start Breath of the Wild. Uh, No. Here is a spoiler. Interesting. Interesting. They end up, like, the game ends with Link cutting Ganon in half straight down the middle in one of the coolest cinematics. Find it on YouTube if you're not going to play the game. And it is, like, really awesome. The cinematics in the game were awesome. But... It totally negates Breath of the Wild because they defeat Calamity Ganon in the original Hundred Year Earlier War. But wait, they're pulling the warriors from the fu- the warriors are. They send them back, but why would they send them back? They just beat the. They just defeated Ganon's army, and so I think you're going to see a revised. You know how Nintendo's always doing those Zelda timelines, and there's a split at Ocarina of Time because of the time jumping. There's going to be another split here where either this character does go back and win the war 100 years earlier, or Breath of the Wild gets to play out. Because it felt to me like they negated Breath of the Wild with this game because they defeated Ganon when they wanted, when they were supposed to defeat Ganon, and Breath of the Wild was supposed to be 100 years under the Because they want Zelda nerds like us to talk about this shit. I mean, and, yeah. and ultimately, the gameplay is still awesome. So we're going to play it regardless. <laughs> In any field. We're going to play Breath of the Wild too because it's going to be awesome. I mean, and I'm going to pretend that this little fever dream of Age of Calamity didn't even happen. But that's the thing. It's like, why did I get the game? That, uh, that's a completely I'm, different look, too. It was fun. So it was a lot of fun. All right, I'll consider buying it. I'll consider it. She's not going to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> when it gets to like twenty bucks, Katie, have fun. That's when it. I jump on it. Yeah, totally. totally. It's, 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 isn't it a Nintendo published title? Do they ever get to twenty bucks? Uh, Sometimes. Yeah. Well, it, yeah Capcom developed it because Capcom does all those. Yeah. Uh, uh, Capcom does a good job with, with some of those games. Um, what are some of the other video games that are coming out in 2021 that we think are worth hoping that they come out in 2021? And we still have to talk about cyberpunk and all the bugs y'all have experienced. I, I, there's a few, there's a few that there's a few smaller. Well, not smaller. I'm really looking forward to wind jammers too. I've been pushing that one for a while, but it's this uh, switch exclusive competitive Frisbee battle game basically um it was originally a uh, neo geo published arcade game in 1994 and then this company called like dot emu or something uh bought the rights to it the first one is on switch and it's all retro styled and michaela and i have it's just like two player like one-on-one michaela and i have put countless hours into just playing this like ridiculous frisbee game uh and uh, the, the, the Joy-Con to throw a Frisbee? No, in the it's no motion controls. It's just really simple. Like, you're using the joystick. And, yeah. <laughs> what's the point? If you well, can't break shit in your living room, what's the yeah. point? Um, but yeah, at, at PAX back in 2019, the, the last the last PAX uh, so mm-hmm. far, um, 
we it was like the one booth you know packs i just love so much because it's like the it's like the convention where no one's really trying to sell you anything because half you know half or more of this stuff isn't out yet you couldn't buy it if you wanted to type thing so it's really just like i'm walking around like noting games that i would like to try or that i think are cool and that you know this windjammers 2 game we kept going back to it and we kept playing it. This was before we started playing the first one. Like Windjammers 2 was our first introduction to the series. Um, and it didn't come out in 2020 for for whatever, whatever reason. Uh, this little 2D simple game uh, needed to be delayed. But I'm very much looking forward to it coming out in 2021. And yeah, it's like, it's like I'm pretty sure it's super cheap and it's super simple. Playing by yourself, probably pretty boring. But if you have someone to play it with, um, just hours and hours and hours. We've just played this game back and forth. So, yeah. Derek, did that thing ever come out that y'all previewed the play date. games? The play date where you wind Not the yet. thing before? Uh, that I wrote on my list I was looking forward to in 2021 as well. Um, pandemic. It was you know, supposed it was, to come out in March? Is that true? Sure. It was supposed to come out, I think, sp- yeah, spring-ish of, of last year. Um, what is the play date for people yeah, who don't so know it's what it is? This, like, tiny it's made by this company called panic who last year published untitled goose game which everybody loved um they are a company that traditionally makes mac apps actually and they make some really good mac apps but they um they decided that they wanted to make this little handheld console uh in the vein of just like like i think game and watch and all that sort of stuff so they it's this little yellow kind of game boy looking thing but it's it's way smaller than it looks when you look at pictures of it um it's got like a crank box yeah, it's it got like, like so it's got regular controls, but it also has this crank that you can crank to to certain games like like move the character. It sounds gimmicky, but it's really really fun. But they they like worked with a bunch <laughs> of um, like legendary game creators. You know, they got the guy that created like games like Katamari Damacy and stuff like that to develop just these really funky quirky games for the title and you buy the play date and I think every week for 12 weeks a new game comes out on it and you just get that with the cost of the unit um, and they had plans for for further seasons of games that you could buy as well um, they were still in active development of like like when I was at PAX back in 2019 I got to play with a prototype unit they were still finalizing it at that point so I think once the pandemic hit and they weren't able to go to the factories and, and that sort of stuff it kind of um, uh, put a bit of a, a pin in that for for some time, but they did comment like last month that it was um, that they're 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 trying to get it out this year now type thing. But so much fun! It's like a it's like one of those things that's like I I, I think it, it oh, I want could it. I want yeah oh yeah it's just such like a it just sounds so like cool. so much of a labor of love that I think it's going to be just the, just so cool. And the games I played a couple of the games on it and and. Um, one of them, you're like this guy and you're just going through the same day over and over again, like trying to, um, trying to, (laughs) (laughs) trying to, uh, trying to like make meet like a date or something like that, but you're playing with the crank and the crank like moves time forward. And so, but there's certain elements that aren't affected by time. So you got to like put the crank, move the crank forward and back to get in the right spot so that the things don't hit you. So you're not late for your date. And and such a cool idea for a game system. Yeah. 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 It's so much, it's, it was so much fun. I think it's going to, I think it's. Uh, like 149 or 199 us or something like that but um, including all the games and and i think that it's going to be really cool once it once it finally hits this yeah. is very valuable information i'd love to have a video game show on the geese game network where you could provide this for <laughs> listeners. good details very good details yeah yeah i you know it's it's weird yeah <laughs> It, it, it's almost it's, like it could be utilized more. I don't feel good about it. Every time, every time that I come on here, it's a blast, and I and I have so much fun. And then I, I think about doing it, and then I freeze up. But I'm 
trying to what work myself it? up to it. Can, can I don't know. Katie I think it's just your like... ASMR. Can you heal? <laughs> can you can you stop? Can you break the blockages in Eric to get him to host a video game show on the network? How's it going, buddy? All right, so you know a lot <laughs> about gaming, right? You know a lot a about quiet. gaming. You're a little quiet. Am I okay? That's ASMR, bro. Hey there. Uh, <laughs> you know a lot about gaming. And we love hearing all these details because there's stuff that we don't really know about. Um, but, uh, well, if I wasn't going to do it before. Looks- <laughs> this is what Eric, if Katie is your co-host, and keep in mind, it's one of my shows. Don't be, don't be, don't be like that. Don't, don't I, I, would love to, I would love to set something up like Kate with Katie. And, I, you know, I had so much fun talking to Shane the other week as well. Mm, um, man, yeah. You know, I think that I think that it would be great. I think I just need to send you guys an email and start figuring it out. And it's like that first step is the hardest type thing. I don't know. I fell into I as a lot of people did, um, like a anxiety, depression thing for a lot of the last mm-hmm. year. And I think I'm still uh, would, in that. But yeah, I would argue we started that first step by doing the live stream and getting that conversation started already. So, so step 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 okay. that okay. yeah. set up is is the hardest step. And. <laughs> Derek, would, would, you be, would you be mad at us if you found out that we were sending emails and we're going to add you to them? But I would not be mad. Kate, Kate not and be Matt mad have already been talking, and I think Katie may have BCC'd. They've already been talking about the potential return of it. That we just need to plug you into it. <laughs> if if that if that's a real thing that happened, you guys are my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys are already be, my favorite, be, but you're my favorite there, before. But would it be helpful to just like have like a like a list of things, like an Animal Crossing to do checklist uh, that you have to get accomplished each day? Would that be helpful? If we make it like a video <laughs> and, game, and there. Tom and Tom Nook <laughs> is like. Hey, here's some bells. Yeah. If some like, positive reinforcement. What if it's like a Miyagi Do training regimen? Okay. Wax on, I got to wax there on go. and wax off. Because yeah. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think Christopher Robinson, who's one of our most astute Geekscapists, knows. He says, <laughs> I think people like video games. <laughs> I think they do too. That's and, a good point. Uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Or, or do you want to go with like the Cobra Kai mentality where you're just like, get on it. Come on, man. Get on it. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the old Cobra Kai. You know, I, I don't think you watched the show deep enough. But nope. you know, I watched the first episode and I was like, hmm. maybe if you play your cards right, you can be tall student in uh, season four. You know, it's true. It's absolutely true. <laughs> I keep Katie, trashing uh, it and it'll definitely break out. Netflix money now. It's not that YouTube <laughs> money. Katie, okay. Katie, this is a streaming thing. There's a lot of content. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was my grandmother. That was my grandmother. Oh, oh god, I got it. I was like, yeah, there of, is uh, a lot of streaming shows are really cool. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> about, I don't know, acting in one of them, <laughs> and acting in a streaming content. Oh my gosh, and yeah, that was they give them out on the corners, don't they? <laughs> once they, uh, oh, yeah. Once they figured that out, that my my grandparents too, they were just like, well, these seem they have a lot of shows. <laughs> very supportive my grandparents that's really funny yeah. that's not what i get i always get you know what you should you should be on There's that, that. <laughs> viking show or you should be on game of thrones you know what you're right let me give them a call yeah just... my favorite would... though was when i was doing a lot of sketch comedy and you know what would be a good skit came up all the time <laughs> and i just if i hear this word skit one more time i'm gonna I'm a punch a screen I'm a, yeah i'm gonna punch a screen there <laughs> <laughs> I know that that is one of Katie's triggers, and, I'm, oh, uh, and the sad thing is, I'm like a monkey sketch. with a button that gives you a treat. The treat being Katie's anger, and I just <laughs> like 
punching it. They'd be like, <laughs> because let's okay, let's be, let's, like be, let's be clear. Skits are what you do in like third grade to learn about the food groups. Uh, sketches are comedy based and usually have something to say. I like Some that. of those school skits were pretty funny. <sighs> <laughs> no, they were Katie, not. They were lame then too. He finds the buttons and he pushes them. That's <laughs> how he shows his love. Okay. Uh, like every sketch is born as a third grade skit. Speaking of periodical math here, <laughs> and he said, uh, speaking of stuff Katie has acted in, when can we see Chasing Fletcher Allen? Well, if you'd like to go to India. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming up. See it live in the theater. <laughs> we are still doing festival rotation, um, but as soon as we're done with that, we'll we'll make sure it's available for people to see. Yeah. You know, they do have a lot of streaming services out there. Mm. <laughs> uh, for sure. Am- Amazon takes yeah. a, quite a few. Uh, just putting that I out mean, there. To be Did fair, they- our oh, Boys and Punchline got their music special on Amazon Prime, so it, yeah. it can't be that hard on prime you just have to add subtitles and yeah all no i've yeah. been i've been looking into putting stalking lavar on there i just have to do the um closed captioning um for it so uh, yeah, she's too busy watching bridgerton four times oh it's fun, so good Bridgerton's fun, fact, fun fact that i learned uh through the guys in punchline that they almost didn't get accepted on amazon prime mm. in their music special because there's one clip that's pulled from like, there's a guy who has a YouTube channel that brings bands in to perform. And because his logo was in the bottom left corner for about five seconds during that clip, Amazon was like, we don't allow you to have any promotional material for anybody that's not tied to Amazon <laughs> Prime. And they'd well, be like, well, whoa. it's not a product placement. It's just a logo. <laughs> like We use some of Blurred out. <laughs> members, uh, music. Yeah, yeah, we use Steve's music in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Yank says, Heidi, you're a beautiful girl. You should go on that Bachelorette show. <laughs> <laughs> Big Yank. High five, dude. What if it's the one in paradise? A <laughs> <laughs> little pan- tropical location. Heidi, after the pandemic, I think that, you know, we want to travel so much and I can only provide so much. I think that we, I, I would allow you to go on the bad show. <laughs> yeah, try to do that Too Hot to Handle show. I think they're going to do another season on that. No, this, uh, they, you they get have to talk to an Alexa. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, I think. but You could no. say that you're a dental hygienist and not an actor. Right. Yeah. Or I am a social well, worker. No, so. the flip side, listen. <laughs> As someone who watched every Netflix reality show that they dropped this year out of morbid curiosity, they're not even like hiding what they are anymore. Too hot to handle. Every single person was like, I'm an Instagram influencer. Yes. <laughs> I'm definitely not that. Tasting them out of morbid curiosity means you watched the first episode. You watched all the episodes. Too hot to handle had such a promising premise. And this is going to sound like the antithesis of what you should say about a reality show. But the concept of Too Hot to Handle was that they got like 10 of the horniest, <laughs> like misogynistic people and they put them on an island and they're like, so they got Instagram mil- models. Yeah, they're like, there's a million dollars. And every time you do anything sexual, we take money away from that pot. So you have to be as pure as possible to get the large sum of money. As that- the driven kind of amazing and it I'm was not it was yeah, awesome. i mean i know but then they also Kai, where can I get a they were like teaching them how to be better people and i'm like i don't want to see these people grow i want to see them get <laughs> no money <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, okay Heidi, here we go here we go let me just write down okay i'm, I'm taking notes and matt you, uh, you've given me a lot of ideas 
Uh, post-pandemic, Heidi, and I, I think you need to be more aggressive with your acting career. I'm just telling you that right now. I think you need to go, you know, a lot of the, the jobs, and we did talk about the 2020 Valley Girl, are being given to YouTube and Instagram influencers. And I think that to kickstart the career, uh, for, you know, I'm going to give you a hall. I'm writing a hall pass. Okay. I'm going to give you a hall pass that if you get on one of these reality shows, you get a hall pass. So, Heidi, <laughs> you can absolutely, if you get on Bachelorette Seven, Bachelor on the Moon, or whatever the fuck. That would mean called, I would be the Bachelorette. Though. Whatever you want to do. Love it's really. All of Heidi, them, we all just gotta get your followers. I think I'm too old. They like no, listen, super okay, young okay, okay, people. Okay, we'll try to get uh, Flores Lava. Well, then, then. that's like not even a relationship lava. thing. I'm not going about your age. Heidi, I got, it. I got it. I got it. You'll just pitch them a new show. It's called Bachelorette uh, Seniors. And yeah. it'll yeah. be everybody in their 30s. We'll do a Bobcat, a Bobcat Valley show where it's John a girl, over 30. Oh and we'll, we'll call it, uh, you'll call it, we'll call it Hot Bags. And John, do you remember the reality show that I pitched to you oh before God. the pandemic? Where yeah, it was that was American like, Ninja with like with like power tools where no, there's like saws and shit. I, I had this idea where I was like, all right, what if you did a show like The Bachelorette or The Bachelor where like you have all these people that are clearly just in it for the money, but then the point of the show is that instead of setting them up with anyone famous or anyone rich, it's just like a guy like me that lives in his parents' basement and has like nothing really it. interesting to say. And the it. game is more so them trying to get themselves eliminated because they don't want to end up with the person. <laughs> like, it's not unlike this episode. I mean, watching I can... the viewer numbers that uh, every time Matt starts talking, we fluctuate wildly. No, I'm kidding. Oh, just think <laughs> I'm Hot damn. Uh, Big Gang says, listen, Heidi, on these reality shows, Spoiler, the relationships never last. Oh, I'm talking about your relationships. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, like, Heidi, go get yourself 150,000 followers and just come back. Okay, let me just, let me just get those set. followers. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Um, oh, be sure to hit the like and subscribe. You're not going to get it here. Trust me. Nah, you're going to have to, like, be on Horror yeah. Movie Night for that. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be on Horror Movie Night or the one hit thunder no i think the funny thing is one of the many new shows from 2020 well casting (laughs) directors now apparently they look at that stuff and your star meter on i do but also fuck it Mm. don't even pay attention to that shit like look at this i think you are <laughs> the lightest turn. It's where you belong. It's and, like uh, it's gotten in, more intense as the sorry, Yeah, I, we need like we need like a diffuse like a screen there. They're called so curtains. Like, you need yeah. curtains. I know. That UV is not gonna be good for that Van Dam poster. <laughs> I, Derek, Derek, I do love like the light in this 40 un, unmounted posters somewhere <laughs> in his apartment that he bought from like the they're last in a, they're in a portfolio and they're zipped up there's no light that touches those okay oh my god that's so funny i, I love I that that's where like you spend the, the most money at conventions is posters yeah the it's charming there's screen prints posters screen prints lithographs yeah, oh, you got the things that even DMC wasn't off. needed to get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I so, for you. all right, um, Matt, you brought up a good point as we talk about Geekscape. There's new shows on the network. What are you bringing into the network? Look at Heidi fixing the light. So Hi. here's so Hi. here's Hi. I broke it into to four categories. So the categories are going to be shows that we got just at the tail end of 2019. Uh, that was the Bulletproof Podcast and 91 Donkey Lane. 
um, both delightful editions. Um, then I have the bucket of shows that we started in 2020, but then uh, they just kind of quickly vanished, which includes the Roaring Twenties podcast. Do you still like this movie? And let's play arcade with Derek. Um, and then finally, okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. Get back in uh, here, Derek. Get uh, back. Do you still like this movie? I liked because it was. It was hosted by Word Burglar. I think that will be back. I don't think that's gone for good. I think that was uh, life changes happening simultaneously during a pandemic. Uh, but okay, he said Matt, he's planning to bring it back. That show comes back or you don't come back. You got that? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. That I got that. Or you do not come Ooh, back. The pod father the has window spoken. Or you oh, no. uh, and then uh, the shows that debuted in 2020 and are still up and running uh one hit thunder with chris fafios uh christmas 365 which you know it's only been a couple episodes so give it time uh <laughs> binge town tv which is just absolutely crushing it on all of the different uh tv shows i think they're about to start doing um the show the magicians that was on sci-fi uh retro i need to reviews watch that. of that, that during the pandemic or yeah. before the pandemic uh i uh, that's going to start in January. And then they're also going to do WandaVision. They'll do weekly updates on the WandaVision. Uh, and then we also got Saturday Morning Showdown with Don and Lee, uh, where they watch the pilot episodes of Saturday Morning Cartoons and just have a breakdown of those. And in just a couple weeks, we are going to be debuting our newest show, I Love Trash with Marie Maloney. Um, <laughs> Marie Maloney was the co-host of Robert Bacon of 91 Donkey Lane's old show, Adam Sandler, Please Stop. Uh, but she is a fan of trashy reality and Hallmark movies. So she is releasing a show just discussing that. Uh, I'm on one of the first episodes talking about Princess Switch 2, Switched Again, that came out on Netflix this year. Um, uh, is there any chance she's going to review the actual Geekscape network? <laughs> she could go for 15 years on it so. um, and then obviously uh not shows but we do have to celebrate that geekscape helped produce not one but two charity live streams uh this year and i think whether a pandemic continues or not we will probably at least make that christmas one a yearly event because that was it's a, a ton idea. of fun to bring mm-hmm. all of the different people so- from geekscape together yeah, that was awesome, and uh, I know there was Geekscapists that uh, put me on the spot during our uh, Wonder Woman 84 episode that was like, hey, we're going to do a live stream for New Year's. I don't make it past 10 o'clock on New Year's. That live stream <laughs> oh would have been me asleep. I just remembered so all just those fireworks happen. we heard last night, remember? I was woken up at midnight because it, it was, was fireworks and it or gunshots. For about in Valley Village. thirty minutes, you had to have heard it too, Katie. Maybe like, both. Either- yeah, I feel like it wasn't as much as I was expecting it to be, but the, like people were getting those popping off like three minutes early, and I was like, "Hey, we still got a, a little bit of time before we're yeah. kicking here, guys." It so it long. Did. At six o'clock, I wake up and I'm like, "It's so quiet." I, I saw <laughs> a uh, I saw a tweet last night that someone posted that just said. Well, it seems like my neighbors want to wish us a happy 8.45 p.m. right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, so that's true. how it felt all night. <laughs> uh, Chris Robinson, MVP of the live stream, says the long live streams are amazing. Thanks. I, th- I, I would like to do them. And as I said early in the show, like the whole point of me investing in equipment uh, over the, the year, uh, like this mixer and the, the ability to add multiple microphones into it and still stream. Uh, we're testing it out now, right now. So Katie and I can do live shows in the new year whenever we can go back safely. And those should be streamed too. The, yeah. You know, I did want to start live shows here in LA 
so that we could bring in celebrities and bring on maybe local sponsors and things for it and have an in-person live aspect to it. The live streams have kind of been the 2020 equivalent of that, but I think the live streams should continue and we should stream those live shows for people who don't live in LA um, and do that uh, for all of you. Um, we'll work it out because maybe Valentine's Day. Maybe we'll do a big old Valentine's Day. What? What else are we doing? Yeah. We're geeks. Hey, yeah. for all you lonely geeks sitting home alone, we got you for fifteen hours. We're gonna have Katie just ASMR you for fifteen minutes. Wait a second, you guys! You can totally get a Valentine this Valentine's. <laughs> all you do is go into OnlyFans.com. It's, it's less, for those of you who are listening, relaxing AMSR I've ever heard. For those of you who are listening and not seeing this, whatever she's doing, that she's putting her face right up against the spit guard. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny. Well, You're very funny, Katie. You're not, so funny. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, yeah, not very funny. You should just be on Saturday Night Live, you know? You should do that. It's just show up. Karen just said that too. Rockefeller Center. <laughs> Why don't you audition for Saturday Night Live? Yeah, they do have really good skits on there, actually. Uh, Chris why Robinson. Derek, why? <laughs> we should have Chris Robinson uh, uh, produce for us because he just suggested, why don't we make it a matchmaking special for Valentine's? Oh my God, do it. Oh my God. Yeah. You just get do it to come in. And then- I mean, why not? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to pimp Heidi on a reality TV for followers. Like, why, why don't we do this? We then give them like a Google Meet link so that they can like go off and like people will also break a room yeah. Yeah. interview them an hour or two later yeah. so tell us about your date yeah. <laughs> y'all oh get God. to go chat and come back on geekscape and talk about how things went yeah. <laughs> I think that's a grand idea matthew uh one thing that i've started to play with really only in the last 24 hours is um what is it called matt i sent you an invite to it it is oh, uh Clubhouse. clubhouse and clubhouse is cool like it's like uh clubhouse is an app and you have to get invited to it and i started i got invited like a month ago and then just didn't go on it that much because it, i didn't get it but now kind of getting into it our friend hannibal taboo who's been on the show who reviews comics weekly he opened up like a panel discussion about the comics that came out this week and i sat in the audience and i had an opinion so i raised my hand digitally they brought me in and i had my speaker and my phone and i kind of talked so Bandcamp or Bandcamp, Bandcamp's different. Uh, Clubhouse is kind of a way to have like panel discussions online for, but they're all live. They go away. And so I, I kind of wanted to play with it. So today at three, I'm going to do a Geekscape you Clubhouse are. where we talk a little bit about, it. yeah, we are only going to do it for like Thanks 30 for telling minutes. Me. <laughs> Heidi, we're not doing shit. It's the new year and there's no work. So uh, watch. yeah, at 3 p.m. on Clubhouse, if you guys are in Clubhouse, we're going to talk about what we're looking forward to in 2021. And the whole point is that if you do these clubhouse scheduled events, three weeks sequentially, they allow you to make a group and we are going to make a Geekscape group. So when y'all all join clubhouse, eventually, if you do, there'll be a place for y'all to hang. But only if you're in. Yeah. You'll eventually get invited. It'll eventually open it up. But, uh, we're early Very adopters. Explicit. I don't know. We'll see if it works. I don't know. I'm just trying with all these, you know, parlor didn't help. So like, yeah, we, got, we got nothing but time right now. So we got, I, didn't, I didn't get any traction. On, That's why everybody's got a podcast except for Derek. Okay. <laughs> He's got nothing but time. I love how 2020 saw 800,000 people start podcasts <laughs> and Derek stopped. Derek stopped three of them. Give him a break. Y'all are giving him such a hard He's time. He's Canadian. He has social health care. He can take it. Oh, no. <laughs> he just 
It's like me when I was like, oh, I'm going to write all these scripts. And then I was like, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> Step, yeah. Stare at the wall. Like, also, that, that healthcare does not include mental healthcare. Mm. Does it not? <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, only if you're, you're like, you know, really far down that road. But mm. yeah. that's too bad. There, that is was, unfortunate. Derek was touch and go here for a bit. In July, I think you might have been able to apply. When Comic Con, <laughs> when Comic Con came and went, I think you could have done it. That was uh, a, that was a rough week. That was also uh, when you tricked me. I was like dog sitting for someone. And you're like, hey Matt, we're testing out something on StreamYard. Right. I don't I don't know what's going on. Can you jump on real quick? And I jumped on, and you're like, and we're live. <laughs> <laughs> I like to play games with my friends. <laughs> Surprise I so, game. I was so not prepared for that. I was like, oh god, I have nowhere to set this up. <laughs> How do you like this midday New Year's stream? That, like earlier, I was like, hey, you're you're awake for okay. Okay. you spell parlor wrong, Christopher it's Robinson. Right. Yeah, there's no right way to do anything with parlor. But you couldn't get any traction on parlor. I can't imagine why not, sweetheart. No. They're like, he's Hispanic. Don't trust him. Uh, <laughs> Magic, though. All right. Anything we want to add as we wrap this up? Rippity rap rap tastic. All right. Uh, Geekscape us. You can follow Geekscape and be a part of all the action on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Search for Geekscape. You'll find us. You'll find a Geekscape page on Facebook. You'll find a Geekscape club group on uh, on Facebook. Go ahead and join those. And obviously, as Matt said, we have lots of shows. And we have a lot of pages for that, too. So if you go to your podcast app and you search Geekscape, you won't only find like this show, but you'll find a ton of other <laughs> stuff from One Hit Thunder to Horror Movie Night. Christmas 365. Uh, go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and include the St. Mort show on there so you can listen to Matt. <laughs> no, you do not. Yeah. yeah. That shouldn't still be up there. <laughs> and eventually, when you refresh Geekscape on your podcast app, you'll find a video game show hosted by Derek and Katie and Shane. Hell and yeah. that, that starts next week. <laughs> and maybe <you're> <laughs> network. I think that uh, Matt, I'm going to give you the same rule as the one for Word Burglar. You bring that show back, or you do not come back. Okay. Do you hear me? <laughs> He's like, yeah, please, okay. please. I know you don't care, but this is all I've got. <laughs> be nice. Be nice. All right, friendos. Heidi's saying I have to be nice. Mm-hmm. Which also, is maybe if you made it all the way to the end of this podcast, and you come this far. Go ahead and leave a review, but leave a review telling me what chair I should get for the new year because I need a new chair and I'm investing. Mm-hmm. So that's how we'll know that you've listened this far to the podcast. We really <laughs> need a new one. A good chair. We need a <laughs> new one in here too. Your favorite SNL skits that you've seen in your past. The one I, did you guys see that skit where Eminem wanted a PS5? I, oh, you fucking guys. Oh, oh, when Eminem was writing to Santa Claus, that skit yeah, was like a did? skit. Why? Yeah, it was a good yeah. skit they had recently. Why? <laughs> This is the driving cats one of you know, my Katie, favorite. They do sketch shows. Katie uh, okay, effectively disconnected. <laughs> and she's back. That was almost like a funny hey, skit right you, there. Why would you do this? <laughs> that was my skit. Katie, these, these skits are hilarious. You. I love your skits. The Harry Carey skit would make me get into comedy, actually. Katie, show us I, your skits. I literally, I was ready. <laughs> oh my god, Katie, tell them. Oh, hey. I, I was, I was oh on my god, and they, they put like, and I was like, you need to take that down, and you need to change that word right now. And they did. So I was like, I was just like a peon, like 
couple sentence article Kitty. type of person, and I was just like, you need to take that down right now. <laughs> Katie, if I uh, went to uh, San Francisco Sketch Fest and I walked around with a t-shirt that says, show us your skits. No, no. It will be bad, but like, that would be really funny. I don't like it. Well, Geeks gave us? That's where we're going like to start. It. You can also find it. The second time that you've inspired a really offensive t-shirt <laughs> in uh, Geeks Bannon. Unfortunately, right. the female gremlin <laughs> don't get her wet shirts didn't sell very well in 2020. <laughs> well, that's because we have not had a gremlin infestation. That's but true. Heroes wear mask shirts sold really well. Uh, all right, Geekscapers, that's it. This is the end of the episode. You know what to do. Uh, and uh, that's uh, I appreciate it. 2021 is going to be a new year. I can't say it's going to be better, but I know it's going to be a new one. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it's gonna be fantastic and marissa don't worry we will not make a only a mildly creepy t-shirt we're gonna make a fully creepy t-shirt uh <laughs> later 2020 we love everybody and uh for derek matt heidi and katie geekscape forever peace you're listening to the geekscape network <laughs> no, i don't have to add it <laughs> You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Ah!